Challengers, welcome back to Challenge Me For You. I'm Nazia, and do you know how powerful self-care can be in our lives? It's a transformational process. And today, I have a lovely guest speaker who will speak about her journey of self-care and how it impacted her life in various ways. There's definitely proof in the pudding. You know, I always mention about how it's important to take that time to focus on shifting our energies by reintegrating our senses, even just for five minutes. So let's welcome my dear friend and pharmacist, Dr. Isa Shafi. Thank you for taking the time to speak about this topic. Uh, so tell me, Isa, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on this podcast, Nazia. It's definitely an honor to be with you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm definitely excited to speak about this topic. And just briefly, I wanted to ask you, how did your journey of self-care begin when we talk about this topic? Wow. It's a very powerful question. And I'm going to say that Really, truly, my journey began a long time ago, specifically when I was 33, almost five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I started by, you know, I was not feeling too well. I was getting really tired. I was working full time as a pharmacist and we had moved back home to Memphis and I was taking care of my in-laws, which are uh, they're elderly. And I was, you know, doing everything at home and seemed like I had a pretty busy life. But at the same time, I felt like I was, instead of losing weight, I started putting on a little bit of weight and I was getting very tired. So at that point, I had uh, gone to a nutritionist to see what was going on. And so she gave me, you know, certain things to follow a, a, a diet, a particular diet. And I went on it, you know, and I was counting everything what I was doing and I was eating as healthy as possible, but I was still not losing any weight. As a matter of fact, I was gaining some. So she had said that I said, I think there might be something, an underlying issue that your body is not cooperating. So at that time, she recommended me some tasks and I went and I did those and I find and I found out that I, I was a pre-diabetic and uh, you know diabetes runs in my family and all of that so at that time I started taking it a lot more seriously mm-hmm. so um, what was missing from my life was physical activity I was a very healthy eater but I wasn't somebody who was moving the body a lot or you know like taking physical activity seriously so immediately I said was I was depressed for a weekend and I said oh my goodness I am on this wrong track but you know me uh, being educated and being a pharmacist I knew that I needed to do something about it and I had seen these patients over and over so I just decided I'm going to do something about it and at that time you know I joined the gym and my journey went on it was all beautiful so, but that was my introduction to self-care at the age of 33, which was around five years ago. Wow, that's great. So how did you, did you notice the differences you started feeling about your body when you started engaging in self-care? What did you notice that oh. was different? Well, it was definitely a process. In the beginning, it was hard. So like I said, I started, I joined the gym and I started moving my body. I was, I was religious, you know, I'm a very habitual person. So I started going to the gym three or four times a day. And then I increased to do about five times a day. At the same time, you know, I went through another test with my, uh, you know, there was a what do you call these people at the gym, you know, so I did, I did my evaluation and they 
figured out that I, I had a lot of muscle tension. Mm-hmm. So I was not holding my shoulders the way I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And so they had recommended for me to go to a massage therapist. So I ended up making an appointment with them. And I went there. My massage therapist told me that I was holding a lot of tension mm-hmm. in my muscles, in my in my shoulders, and in my, in my I was clenching my jaws a lot, mm-hmm. which was a sign that, you know, I was holding a lot of tension because I work with public all the time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't releasing all that. So when I figured that out, I realized my doc, I went to my doctor and I figured out my cortisol levels were a little high and that's why I was having a, a lot of weight issues. So getting, and I wasn't, self-care was an introduction. You know, it was so beautiful because I learned how to catch my breath, how to slow down and understand that all this stress and high, high achieving lifestyle was causing me to be imbalanced. So, um, it, you know, my diagnosis became a blessing for me because I became so much more present and so much more caring towards my long-term health, towards my long-term health. And that was one of my goals. Wow. That's, so, that's an amazing awakening almost. Um, so it really was. Yes. And now you mentioned spiritual spirituality. How has self-care enhanced your life from a spiritual perspective? Oh, that's a very interesting question. So while I was, I've always considered myself a spiritual person, you know, I believe in God and I, and I believe that, you know, um, as we sow, so shall we reap, you know, so it's very important that, you know, I I stay connected to my faith. But while I was coming to self-care, I realized that I started noticing my body more. I started noticing that, you know, when I, whenever I go for a walk, I started becoming more and more grateful for my ability to walk, for my ability to see things, to smell things, to feel things. And that made me more closer uh, to my to my creator, God, that I, I mean, I'm so much more grateful. So I look at it as like my capacity of being able to do all these things uh, is given to me by God. And that's why I want to take care, better care for me, because I want to be able to pay back because of all of the things, the people who are, you know, I'm, I'm just a to whom much is given, much is expected. And I feel like it's my way of giving back to thank my creator for him for providing so many blessings to me. So now I consider my body um, and my ability to see, feel, touch, breathe, all of these things as a, as a biggest blessing. And that just made me grow in my spirituality. That's wonderful. And it sounds like, you know, it kind of cultivated some gratitude and appreciation. How did self-care help you with that? Like it helped you cultivate acceptance, but also gratitude and appreciation. Uh, gratitude was a big part of self-care because so I follow one of my you know uh, a very good um, what do you call a personal development coach her name is Rachel Hollis and Mm -hmm. she talks about these this practice of five to thrive Uh and the first thing that she says in that five to thrive is having a gratitude practice Mm -hmm. where you know you write down five things that you are grateful for every single morning Mm -hmm. and that is the practice that I started maybe about two years ago since I started following her and it has it has it has really really grown me in my in my spirituality a lot because also in the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that you know if you become grateful Allah is going to increase you and he doesn't specify how he's going to increase you he just says that open Mm -hmm. 
if it's an open-ended worse that he's going to increase you so what i realized was uh, every morning the more i was grateful for things the more i had stuff to be grateful for so my mind was being activated every time i saw something something beautiful every time i had a beautiful interaction with one of my patients every time i saw a bird outside my garden you know a, a good i mean a good smelling flower looking at a tree uh, having a beautiful sunshining day you know a, a beautiful conversation with my friend like you all these little things that i had before i was taking for granted i felt like my mind was just more active and then i would feel grateful in that moment and then the next day when i was recalling that moment i was intentionally making myself more present to that moment and being more grateful and making my mind more active and more in tune to what was about to come so that was uh that's definitely grown me in my spirituality i'm just so grateful to be alive so grateful that this life has been granted to me and i want to live it to the fullest wow that's a really powerful shift to go from where you were experiencing at the age 33 but now seeing things more differently and it's much more livelier because of self-care and being in more in tune and in alignment with yourself it sounds like So absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So how is how are you cultivating self-care during um crisis now? Now there are so many changes that are happened in our in our norm which is no longer the norm that we had before, but it's a new norm. Cool. Very interesting question. Again, for the for your listeners, I want to mention that we are talking in the end of March, uh I'm sorry, in the end of May 2020 mm-hmm. and we are in the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. So um I can say that since I was on this journey of self-care before all of this happened mm-hmm. it definitely helped me out a lot because when we were going into quarantining uh you know needing an essential worker I was still serving my patients and I was going outside and it was I was feeling very uh I was feeling tense it was scary to be very honest because we did not have a lot of uh a lot of things that we have right now you know the PPEs were not readily available we are still coming in contact with uh with our patients and uh so what really helped me is and I wasn't going to the gym because the gym had closed so right. I did not have uh then that aspect was cutting uh, was shut down as well mm-hmm. so I immediately you know I began you know I began to debrief I had to come I had to learn and that was a way for me to take care of myself you know whenever I was feeling a sense of fear mm-hmm. and, and and to be very honest the first couple of weeks were I'd never felt this kind of fear because mm-hmm. I was consuming a lot of media I was listening to news and I was feeling that you know it was uh, uh being an essential worker I was not taking enough precautions to avoid having this disease and at that time you know I shifted my focus I said I'm going to only watch news enough where whatever important information that i need to know i will know and but i will do everything to take care of myself for self care so i instituted breathing techniques i would definitely you know like focus my attention on breath and uh, you know focus a complete minute which is five breaths in and five breaths out you know and uh, focus on that and that just that just centered me in that moment 
Um, that was that was number the first thing that I did. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I did for self care was I started taking long walks after my work mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. So I would come home and I would change and shower and uh, mm-hmm. just because I wanted to you know just take off those clothes that I was wearing mm-hmm. in case they were infected with COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. And then I would I would change and I would just go outside for a walk and I would breathe in and out and I would be so grateful within that moment because when I was hearing patients say when they were infected with uh affected with COVID-19 was they're unable to breathe and it affects it's a respiratory disease that affects the lungs and every time I was breathing that clear air I was so grateful for the breath that I was that my body was able to do and I was just completely connecting with my creator and just connecting with the outside world so that was my second thing of self-care uh the third thing that I'd like to mention for your listeners as well, I, I watched Dr. Stephen Gundry come on the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying is he's recommending his patients to take, to increase their dosage of vitamin D because mm-hmm. a lot of Americans are, are, are deficient in vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to be low when I, when I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes, I was also significantly low in my vitamin D. So I was taking vitamin D, but uh, he was recommending about uh, 10,000 international units a day so I definitely increased my vitamin D intake and my vitamin C intake and eating as healthy as possible getting enough sunlight mm-hmm. getting plenty of rest so that my immune system was well cared for while I was being the essential worker and taking care of my patients and I feel like instituting all that I feel like I'm doing a much better job and uh you know I feel like whatever is meant to be, it's meant to be, but I felt that I have taken enough protective measures to feel Mm -hmm. as safe as possible during this COVID-19 crisis. Yeah, and you've summed it up very well. I like to sum it up as like self-care is the best form of almost preventive, you know, it's a form of healthcare um, for yourself uh, because, you know, you're taking the... Uh, these strategies to also combat a potential illness so this is wonderful like getting that rest getting having that awareness is so important um, yeah. and yeah. so do you have anything else that you'd like to share or recommend or suggest to the listeners or to even to your well, patients I think you've already been- I would Nazia, I think you have brought up such a beautiful topic because honestly, when I was in my early 30s, I was feeling so exhausted and overwhelmed and I had no idea where to go and what to look for. You know, I feel like we as women, you know, I feel like we we have a lot of stuff on our hands. You know, we are usually taking care of our elderly parent, of parents, we have our own kids that we take care of, we are taking care of our homes and we are working outside and providing for our communities and all of that. And I feel like there's is uh, we are not having these meaningful conversations so first and foremost i really want to thank you i really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for making these conversations available and having these conversations where people have the tools to understand that you know they can do something about it because definitely i suffered i did not know where to look uh, for but now there are a lot of resources that are available and i think people if you are feeling i would like to say this to your to your listeners mm-hmm. if they're feeling overwhelmed in any ways the first thing to do is to check up on themselves and see why are they feeling that way and they need to slow down and take an internal audit of the things that are going on and try to eliminate one thing at a time and see what really works 
So uh, they may want to eliminate, you know, technology for maybe a couple of days to see if that is something they want to spend mm-hmm. that less time with. Right. Uh, similarly, uh, similarly, you know, diet-wise, you know, whatever they need to add and they need to uh, take off something, you know, and see, you know, if they add a certain kind of vitamin or you know, a certain kind of food, how is it affecting their body? And uh, the third thing I want to mention is love yourself totally, because your body is definitely a miracle and a gift that is given to you by your Creator. So, you know, we as women sometimes are so judgmental. And I think that is nothing. I mean, we need to really realize that it is a miracle that we are able to walk and talk and have all these bodily functions happen without us doing anything. So, and you know, we are, this is the body that we are going to be living in for the rest of our lives. And this is our body. And you know, we, it belongs to us, given to our group, given to us by our creator. So take the best possible care of it as possible, you know, and, and, and just, I feel like since I've embraced my body and my embrace my size, I'm just so much more comfortable and I love getting older. I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm getting younger, you know, because I'm, I mean, you're giving myself the right nutrients and working with my brain and spiritual and mental, physical and emotional health and all of this, you know, so anything, just look for, look for the right things and uh, there are resources available. That's so wonderful. please continue on, be on the journey. Yeah, this is wonderful, Isa. Thank you so much for sharing those wonderful suggestions. And it's like a, almost like a fresh breath of air hearing your journey. I truly enjoyed just, you know, listening to it. And thank you for partaking in this episode as well. Very valuable information. So, uh, challengers, thank you very much. And with an attitude of gratitude, please continue on that self-care. Bye.